The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Welcome! Yes, another week has rolled around in the piping world, and uh, it's been quite an eventful week this past week. Hmm, we've got quite a lot to talk about. Plus, our interesting topic of the week, of course, we did manage to give you a bit of a, a teaser as to what that would be for this incoming week. So, mm, yeah, you guys have been emailing in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. So, yeah, a lot of your comments and such have actually shaped this week's topic of the week. So, thank you to everyone who's emailed in. Uh, so, yeah, if this is your very first Big Rab Show podcast, though, where have you been? We've been doing this for a long, long time now. And, uh, yeah, we've got a huge back catalogue. So, if it is your first show... Please take some time, check out all the back catalogue, there's a plethora of episodes, there's a word for you, plethora of episodes there for you to get your teeth into, tons of piping content. And like every other podcast out there, we have a Patreon, yes we do, yeah, Uh, if you would like to help support the show, you can do. Every click of support really does mean the world to us, especially now in these kind of real difficult times. As much as you should be supporting your musical artists out there and buying their music and keeping them going, you should also be considering your favourite podcasters. Yeah, there's ourselves, of course, plus tons of other great piping podcasts out there at the moment. seems to be a load of great piping podcasts, and we'll probably talk about them in this week's episode. Because, yeah, people keep asking me my opinion on all these new pipe band podcasts. Of course, we have the Premier pipe band podcast uh being the pod band pipecast i actually wrote that down i wrote i wrote it down because every week i say it wrong <laughs> yeah we have the pod band pipecast uh, yeah we also have the up to the line pipe band podcast which is just brilliant it's absolutely brilliant i'm such a fan of course we have the mac daddies from las vegas the guys from chander rant Josh and Andy, of course, just kill it every single week. Uh, but listener discretion is advised with that one. Um, yeah, you've been warned. It's not for the faint-hearted, but it's hilarious. And also the Lady Pipers as well. Now, I've mentioned them before on previous episodes, and I'm still a little confused by the Lady Pipers. Uh, it's a strange one. I'm still trying to get to grips with it. I'm still not fully there yet. I think it's uh, because of the Lady Pipers podcast I've been trying to get into watching episodes of Outlander. And um, I think I've watched two episodes of it and I just can't hack it anymore. Now, granted, the the soundtrack's cool. There is piping in there, actually. So, yeah, I'll I'll maybe give it another chance and maybe try watching another couple of episodes. But, I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but yes, tons of great piping podcasts out there at the moment. And thank you to all of the Big Rab Show faithful who continue to support us on Patreon and download each and every week. And for you guys who've just downloaded this week's episode, thank you. Now, don't forget to support those who support us, namely the guys at the Pipers Dojo. Yes, we still have a promotion ongoing with them. All you have to do is go to our website, bigrabshow.com. 
forward slash dojo. And you can get 30 days of dojo premium for for absolutely nothing. All you have to do is go through our link that's on our site and boom, there you go. 30 days of premium for nothing. Now, it, it drops the paywall so you have access to absolutely everything. And you can take it for a test drive. They have all the le- live lessons, your Facebook groups, uh, pff, just a far too much stuff to mention on there. You know, you get one-to-one lessons with some of the best in the business. And uh, I guarantee you, if you take it for the 30-day free And at the end of 30 days of using Dojo Premium, you haven't seen a a notable improvement in your playing, then what have you spent? You've you've lost nothing. You know, it didn't cost you anything. But I guarantee at the end of those 30 days, you'll either have improved your playing somewhat or you will have caught the bug and you'll want to learn more. So, yeah, if anything, I've still to get my teeth into this. I just haven't had time at the moment. You guys know I'm currently learning. Practice chanter, in fact, where is it? Yeah, here's it here. I have it sitting beside my mic. Yep, it's here. Just to prove a point. I'll throw it in the corner again. Uh, But yeah, I am currently learning at the moment. So yeah, this will be a useful service even for me. But for advanced players and that as well, they have incredible uh, courses and things that you can take on uh, you know, advanced Peabrook plan and even composition and harmony writing and stuff. Very, very fascinating. There's such a world of information on there. I can't recommend it enough. So go bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. And yeah, you get access to the full thing. All the whole premium account we can get you for nothing. For 30 days. Go and take it for a spin. And you're welcome. (laughs) All right. I think that's the domestics out of the way. Now, each and every episode, we kick off the Big Rab Show podcast with some listener mail. And this week is no different. However, our listener mail is still dreadfully quiet. I don't know what's going on in the piping world. I don't know. Maybe everyone is not emailing anymore. But we have tons of emails and stuff for this week's topic of the week. So we will delve into those, definitely. Uh, But yes, we got an email here from Craig Farley. Hello, Craig. What about you, sir? He says, hi, Rab. The Rob McClintock School of Piping and Drumming had to cancel their recent resident school. Yes, I read about this, actually. So, yeah, the residential piping and drumming school had to be cancelled. But they're now scheduling and hoping to run this online. This will be done through June 26th to 28th. And for more information, of course, about it all, you can either check them out on Facebook or go to their website, which is bagpipessummerschool.com. There you are. Now, they have a full itinerary up there of what all you can learn and who you'll be teaching at it and stuff. So rather than me sitting and reading hashtag lists, you guys can go and check the website for yourself if you are interested, bagpipessummerschool.com. And, yeah, if you're free during that period of time, you could spend morning, noon, night learning piping and drumming from a website. Fantastic stuff. There you go. So thank you, Craig. That's very much appreciated. And other than that, that's pretty much it for listener mail. It's been dead quiet on the mail front, like I say. Everything has been kind of focused on this week's topic of the week. So thank you to everyone who's emailed in about that. We will get to that uh, in this week's topic. But let's get into some actual piping news. Piping news. Yeah, indeed. Let's get into it. Okay, starting off with recruitment. Now, there's a lot of bands out there right now who's taking advantage of this spare time and actually trying to build for next season. A lot of bands are furious in recruitment mode. And, of course, as always, the Big Rab Show matchmaking service is now resumed again. Yes, our matchmaking service. You know, we almost feel like a dating service for pipers and drummers. (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, we hook pipers and drummers up to their own, to, yeah, to pipe bands. So if you guys want to play, if you want to hit the grass and, you know, perhaps play next season, then why not get in contact with us? And let us know where you are geographically and we'll try and put you in contact with a band who are looking for members. Now, be you a beginner or completely advanced and possibly some of the top grade one big guns, yeah, we can try and find a band in every grade possible. So, yes, if you are interested at all in playing in any band, regardless of your geographical location, by the way, not just for here in the UK, but if you are in the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, wherever you're listening right now, yeah, we could find you a band. Hopefully close by and that you can hopefully hit the grass next season. So if you want to get in the circle, and that's what we want we want more people enjoying this music. Yes, get in contact with us. The Big Rab Show matchmaking service uh, has now reopened its doors again. So BigRabShow.com is the website, but of course you can get us on our email address. Yeah, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Yes, get in contact with us if you want to recruit. Now, a couple of bands have already put out advertisements, open advertisements I should say. And uh, yeah, first one goes to Grade 4A pipe band Irvine and District. Apparently they're looking for a nude lead tipper. Yeah, so if anyone's interested, um, they haven't actually put any requirements on here whether you need prior experience or not. But they are looking for someone who has, yeah, the drive, I suppose, to want to take up a leadership role, especially at lead tipper. Yeah, Grade 4A Irvine and District pipe band looking for a nude lead drummer. If you are interested, you can contact them on social media. Yes. Now, a brand new pipe band, of course, well, relatively new uh, to Grade 4B, our Barhead and District pipe band. They're looking, of course, for yeah, everyone. They're looking for complete beginners all the way through to advanced players, pipers, drummers, bass and tenor. They're looking the full works. So, anyone interested at all, you can contact Barhead and District pipe band on Grade 4B. And, hey, it could be a, a you know a proper good start for a complete beginner or an advanced level. There you go. All right. Uh, flying on, Livingston Caledonian Pipe Band are also looking for a lead tenor drum. Now, this band compete in, yeah, they need at least a grade three experience, so I, I, I assume they're a grade three band. I'm sorry, but I might, yeah, I might have got that completely wrong. But, I, yeah, they need grade three experience. I think they compete in grade three. Oh, this could be stuff that Rob got drunk. You know, it probably is, you know. Yeah, but yes, they're looking for a new lead tenor. So if you are interested, you need to have grade three experience. And yes, you can contact them, Livingston and Caledonian Pipe Band, of course, on their social media. They want to hear from you. Now, so like I said, loads of bands at the moment are busy in recruitment mode. We're going to be talking about another one further down the line. Uh, But yes, again, that matchmaking service, doors are open. If you want to get matched up with a band, maybe you haven't played in a few seasons and you want to lift the sticks again or something... Uh, you know, just, yeah, give us a shout. We'll try and find a band near you who would definitely have open doors. And you can go down and play a few tunes once we're allowed to, I suppose. Yeah. Well, flying on, we've got more piping news. Now, this week, I wanted to give a big, big shout-out to Stephen McWhorter. Of course, lead tipper of the mighty Inverary. Go on, Stephen, you legend! Now, why am I giving Stephen a shout-out? Well, Stephen has been raising money for charity. Yes, he has been running every single day, uh, doing something called the 5k a day. And he's been, as in the process, he's been raising money for charity. And he's just finished it. 31 days of running 5 kilometers each day. I, uh, what? 
So, yes, congratulations to Stephen. He's been tracking his progress on social media, as well as sharing the link and everything where you can still go and donate, uh, you know, just help sponsor him and raise money for NHS and different things like that. It's a fantastic effort, Stephen. So, yes, 31 days of 5K a day. I don't even want to do the mathematics. No, no idea, but absolutely awesome. Well done, Stephen. That's fantastic. And here's me. I can't run the length of myself, but you've been running 5K every day for 31 days. (laughs) Yikes. So well done to Stephen. Okay. So in other news, the National Piping Centre actually put out a little bit of a video that was very, very touching. Now, I I say that without any sarcasm. It genuinely is very touching. After 24 years in charge at the National Piping Centre, Roddy McLeod obviously has now moved on. And you guys talked all about that on the show before. The National Piping Centre actually put together a bit of a video of everyone that Roddy used to work with. All past colleagues and friends all put together a bit of a heartfelt video saying thank you to Roddy McLeod on all of his work. I don't know, there's not a dry eye in the house. It was really heartwarming, so fantastic stuff. Thank you to the National Piping Centre. It was a wonderful tribute uh, to Roddy, of course, and all of his tireless work that he's done over the last 20-odd years. It's been, it was absolutely fantastic to watch. So if you are interested, you can go to the National Piping Centre website now. You can go and view the whole thing. Or there's a summarised version over on social media. You can go and get the shortened version. So, yeah, very worthwhile watching watching it. If you're a fan of Tall, of Roddy McLeod or his work or all of that, definitely go and have a look at it. So it's very, very... Oh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I was watching it going, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> fantastic. Okay. In other news, I have to give a mention to Wake and District. Now, I can't remember if I mentioned this in last week's podcast or not, but we're talking about online competitions and most of them being of a solo nature. Well, Wake and District are... Yeah, they're shaking things up. Yeah, they're having an online competition called The Major. Now, this is for bands specifically a mini band now in this mini band they want you to form as four pipers two snares a tenor and a bass which oh this is interesting now if anything i've I've reached out to the guys at waking district and hopefully i'll get a chat to them about this competition and how it's all going to run apparently at the moment the last update we got that there was 17 bands so far interested in taking part in this competition so Yeah, this sounds absolutely fascinating. Now, this has grades 3, grades 4 and grade 5. To us here in the UK, grade 4B. Uh, And yeah, they also have a grade set aside, which is also equally interesting for service bands, be it from the police and from the fire service. Now, this is also equally interesting because it brings service bands into the competitive fold in a way. It lets them go through the competitive process and, yeah, give service bands a little bit of a critique to let them know, well, this is possibly how you could maybe improve slightly. But the whole point of the whole thing is the inclusiveness of competitive bands, service bands, all playing together in one big event like this. And I cannot wait for this. It's so exciting. Now, for full dates and details and stuff, nothing as yet has been really formally announced. I think at the moment they're just trying to gauge interest. And I think through various comments on social media, I did find out from them that it isn't open to bands here in the UK at the moment. It's just for bands in the US. So, mm, 
That's disappointing, but I can understand. This competition will be huge um, whenever you consider there's 17 bands already. Uh, so and then you're talking, what, four, five grades? So, yeah, this could be a huge undertaking to try and organise and it'll all be done online. So, yeah, I doubt probably in next week's podcast we're going to have to talk to someone from Waken District to hear more about this competition. Uh, but for you guys who are possibly interested and want to know more about this, you can go and check out Waken District, of course, on their social media. Uh, those guys kill it over there in social media. They're just brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, if you are wanting more information on what they're calling The Major... Uh, yeah, their online pipe band competition. This one will be kind of the first of its kind. Most of the online competitions that we've seen so far have been solo. So this one will be very interesting. Now, speaking of solo competitions, here in Northern Ireland specifically, the Ulster Scots Agency, in conjunction with the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch, have launched an online solo competition. Now, this one is really quite exciting because there's a chance for some cash prizes. Some actual trophies and crash... Was it crash prizes? Cash prizes. I could just about read my own dang script. What's wrong with me? Okay. <laughs> I'll actually read you the press release. You're right. I'll stop reading my handwriting. I'll actually read you the press release. It says here, Calling all young pipers. Are you stuck in the house with nothing to do? Bite at him, pipe at him is a solo competition for young pipers. Brought to you by the Ulster Scots Agency and RSPBA Northern Ireland Branch for your chance to win trophies and cash prizes. Not crash prizes, like I just said. All you need to do is watch a video that they've posted on social media and submit your entries by June the 6th, which is this weekend. Now, all you have to do is follow all the directions that's in their video that they've posted on social media, along with all the instructions about submitting your entry, which have to be done via email or WhatsApp and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's kind of complicated, but for more information, of course, you can go to the Ulster Scots Agency on social media or, of course, our RSPBA Northern Ireland branch And for more information. Now, that sounds all sorts of exciting because, well, yeah, the cash prize. <laughs> yeah, and who doesn't love winning and actually getting something in your pocket as well? So, brilliant stuff. So, yeah, there you go. Shout out to the Ulster Scots Agency and also to RSPBA Northern Ireland. I think that's them just kind of dipping their toes into what could be possible for this season. So, very interesting development from RSPBA and I. Great to see them getting involved in such a project. And uh, hopefully we'll see more competitions from this kind of spin-off kind of thing. So, this, I think, is a junior competition. Uh, I think it's up to age 18, I think. I need to check my details on that. Uh, but, yeah, kudos to RSPBA and I. I, th- I think it's an incredible idea. I wish you every success. And hope all the entries come in on Saturday. And, and yeah, we get to have a, a bit of a hoolie then for whoever won them. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of competitions, and specifically RSPBA Northern Ireland competitions, the Big Rab Show, we replayed the Mid-Ulster Championships on YouTube. Yes, I mentioned this last week on the podcast. I'd tell you to go over there to our YouTube channel and have a watch at it. We replayed the Mid-Ulster Championships from last year. And again, it was stupidly popular. So thank you to everyone who took the time to go and watch that. Uh, a lot of people are really enjoying our replay series, by the way. Uh, we premiere them live on a weekend. So on a Saturday when you might be particularly missing our live stream content and stuff, uh, well, yeah, you can go to our YouTube channel and catch a competition as it happened from last year. <laughs> 
yeah, it's not brilliant, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. And it's great just going back and enjoying some of those old performances that some fantastic music was played in Cookstown. So thank you to everyone who enjoyed that video. Yes, we do plan to do more in our replay series. We are working on them now as we speak. The guys at the Big Rab Show team are working kind of morning, noon and night on this. I was getting messages last night at like 1am about this. So, yeah, we're working tirelessly on these replay videos. A lot of them are incoming. So, yeah, as more are ready to launch, we'll let you know. Uh, but just to let you know, we are working on these in the background. So if you are interested, you can go to The Big Rab Show on YouTube. Go and have a look at it. We have our Mid-Ulster replay up there. We have our uh, British Championships up there as well. Yeah, the first major of the season there up there too. Uh, along with our Senior Drum Major replay as well, which is definitely worth a watch. You know, yes, I know drum majors and us bands people, oh, we're just interested in the bands. But trust me, go and have a look at the Drum Major video. It's really, it's, yeah, it's educational in a way. You know, you kind of get a bit of an appreciation as to what all these amazing drum majors do every weekend at a competition. And just kind of goes unnoticed. So, yeah, very well worth the watch. Now, one thing I had to say, and we actually posted this on our social media because it kind of made us giggle a little bit. We were premiering the video on our YouTube channel, which means that a post goes up on our YouTube channel to say, hey, everyone tune in and you know, so many hours time and the video will be live. Well, before the video actually went live on Saturday, now this is before anyone could actually watch the thing, we actually got a thumbs down. Someone disliked the video before it went live. Now, this made us all scratch our heads going, well, what did they dislike about the video if it hasn't actually played yet? Um, was our coverage that bad that they disliked it before they seen it? Very strange. And also, we did get some comments as well about our iTunes review, about who the person with the one-star review was for our show. And, um, you know, I mentioned it on last week's podcast, and a lot of people picked up on it and said, yeah, you're quite right. There's a one-star review of your show on iTunes, wherever that came from. So we think there's a bit of a troll out there that really hates the rap show. Yeah, disliking all of our stuff, giving us one-star reviews. I doubt we must have really annoyed someone out there. We seem to have really rubbed someone the wrong road. So, whoever you are out there, um, hi. <laughs> if anything, it's given us good entertainment because this video hadn't went live yet and they already hit the dislike button. So, hmm. Very clearly not a fan of the Rab Show, no matter what we do. So, hey, we can't please everyone, I suppose. You know, our podcast isn't for everyone. It's for piping fans, you know. And we're for the piping folk. So, hey, if you don't like us, that's fine. That's grand. Move along. <laughs> after all, we can't claim to be the premier pipe band podcast, after all. Because we all know who that is. Let's fly on, shall we? Before I get myself in any more trouble. Yes, I wanted to give a mention to St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band. Yes, because they launched a brand new website. Now, this is exciting. Uh, but anytime that a band launches a new website, because along with the new website becomes well, but more information or new information that we didn't ordinarily know before. So, yeah, go along to slotpb.com. So, slotpb.com. Go and check out their new website. And if anything, it is worth a dig around, especially for St. Lawrence fans. There's a lot of stuff up on there, a lot of photographs, videos and things. It's very interesting, especially for slot fans. 
definitely definitely worth a look so yeah i have been digging around on this site myself and it is very enjoyable there's a lot of kind of very interesting little tidbits and stuff that i didn't know before about st lawrence so yeah definitely worth a look so there you go a brand new website for st lawrence have to give a shout this week to tg drumming yes of course gordon brown lead tipper of the mighty bog hall has been quite busy on his uh, tg drumming site on social media and we caught a little photograph of him over the weekend furiously working away on a laptop now the caption for this photograph is new book question mark New stress bay, new phrase sheets, question mark. So it's hard to know what he's working on, but if there is a brand new book in the works, would certainly be interested in that. Now, last week we talked about the Rubik's Cube book, and I do know a lot of people actually went out and actually purchased a copy following my mention of it last week, and a lot of people actually thanked me uh, for the recommendation. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't know the book existed. So, hi, thank you to everyone who went out and purchased a copy. You really are missing the trick if you haven't got it yet. If you are a Boghall fan and you love that Rubik's Cube uh, album, then you need to get the copy of the actual manuscript, you know, score music. So, hey, there you are. Go and have a look at it. Rubik's Cube book is now out now. Uh, But, yeah, TG Drumming could be possibly working on a new book. Hmm. Shout out to Gordon Brown. I'm going to have to get a copy of that when it drops. Okay, now, last week as well, I also mentioned quite an exciting little fundraiser for the City of London Pipe Band. And I asked you guys if anyone out there knew anything about this, and I got absolutely nothing back. Nobody seemed to know anything about this. The City of London Pipe Band Whiskey. Now, I did talk about this thinking this was brilliant, and wow, I want to get a bottle of this. And um, yeah, I still want to get a bottle of this. This yeah it's finally been released we've been told how we can buy it and everything now it's expensive i'm not gonna lie it's expensive stuff but oh does it sound good right i'm gonna read the press release and let's see if you guys don't run out and try and buy a bottle because i'm actually saving up to get myself one uh the city of london pipe band whiskey orders are now being taken for the bottles of limited edition whiskey distilled in 2010 at the glenless was it Glen? Stuff that Rob got wrong. <laughs> Clanellish Dist- Distillery. That's just difficult to say, man. Uh, this Highland single malt Scotch whiskey was matured in a single barrel for 10 years before being bottled in February 2020, exclusively for the City of London Pipe Band. Now we're going to get into it, man. Where do you hear this? A light and youthful whiskey. Mm-hmm. It has soft aromas of heather, honey, peaches and nectarines and banana that fill the nose and the palate offers notes of creamy vanilla golden syrup and lemon peel all that in a bottle of whiskey sign me in man i want that get it in my belly yeah now apparently there's a yeah limited stock of just 120 bottles now they're limiting this to one bottle per customer and it's priced at 65 quid each no, that, that's not even ticking on board the postage, because you're going to have to pay postage for this as well. Now, apparently it's, it's available on a first-come, first-served basis. International shipping as well, you'll have to foot the bill for that as well. If you are interested, you can get in contact with them, cityoflondonpb at outlook.com is their email address to secure your bottle. Now, 65 quid a bottle, man. Whenever I buy whiskey, I'm lucky if I spend maybe 
15, 20 quid on it, but 65 quid, man. Trying to convince the wife that's a good idea, you know? I've spent 65 quid on a bottle that'll be gone by the end of the weekend. Um, yeah, City of London Pipe Band, what an incredible idea for fundraising. I think this is a great, brilliant idea. And reading that description, I just want to swallow the whole thing. Class. Class! So, yeah, 120 bottles total, and each one is 65 quid. And again, contact them on social media or their email address, of course, cityoflondonpb at outlook.com to secure your bottle if you are interested. Now, this would be one even for whiskey collectors, because when you consider there's only 120 bottles made, once you have one and you stick it in your collection, that thing's only going to accrue in value. So, it could be a worthwhile investment. Hmm. Oh, but I just want to drink it. Oh, lovely stuff. Anyway, Rab, stop talking about drink and move on. Yes, more piping news. The Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, their competition, their online competition, has now closed its doors. Yes, and we're now furiously awaiting the results. Now, just before I recorded this week's podcast, shout out to Stephen Russell. Stephen, you legend. Yeah, Stephen from the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast. I give him a shout just to ask him, when are we getting the results, mate? When will we hear who won what? Well, he tells me that on Sunday, we hope to have a live stream of the prize given. Basically, they're going to read out the winners and everything live on their Facebook page on Sunday when I'm recording this. So I'll try and get the date for Sunday, actually. What day is today? Uh, See, this is me being a professional podcaster. I should have had the date. Yeah, Sunday the 7th. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> should have wrote that down your script Rab. yeah sunday the 7th uh we hope to have a live stream from the up to the line pipe band podcast guys where they will announce all of our winners now uh reading the last update we got from them in regards to the competition they had received over 300 entries to their competition 300 300 which is insane. So good luck, guys, getting through all of that and picking out eventual winners. That's huge. So congratulations to the guys at the Up to the Line Pipebound podcast. Very, very popular event by the sounds of things. That's incredible. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see who wins what on all the respective uh, categories. So you, I'll be tuned in on Sunday. I can't wait. Now, speaking of online competitions, you might have seen a little announcement that went out on social media uh, today as I'm recording this. Mm, Yeah, Wednesday the 3rd of June, seen the launch of the Cooper Angus Pipe Band online solo pipe band or solo piping and drumming competition. That is a bit of a mouthful. In association with Cross Bagpipes, they're running an online competition themselves. They have a load of different uh, categories, and I think it's over 50 categories and stuff in total from a range, all age ranges and disciplines. Uh, fantastic stuff. For full information, you can go to crossbagpipes.com. Now, periodically they are announcing some, you know, judges who will be judging the competition. And, of course, they announced the first one being the legend that is Pipe Major Stuart Little. The legend! Yes, Stuart Little would be, yeah, one of the judges, of course, on this competition. And also, me. Stuart Little and then me. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, myself, Rab, I'll actually be judging the snare drumming competition for the under-15s and the under-12s. So I've got two different categories. Well, if anything, four different categories in total. Uh, So I'll be judging those for the snare drumming. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. My first time with a clipboard. 
Uh, I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Uh, but honestly, I can't wait for this. Very, very exciting. And a great opportunity for a lot of people out there to lift the sticks and the, the chanter or whatever and just have a great tune. Now, the section that I'm actually judging is the drumming for under 12s. And we have the, you have to play a, a march for your under 12s as well. It's a surprise play and reel. They're split into two separate events. And the same again for the under 15s. Snare drum and march. And then you have to play your surprise play and your reel as well. So that's what I'll be judging. So that, yeah, good luck. To anyone who wants to enter the competition, of course, go to crossbagpipes.com. For more information, you can get all, you know, all of your categories, what you can enter to compete in and all of that. Each entry into the competition costs a fiver. So obviously this is seen as a bit of a fundraiser for the guys at Cooper Angus. But of course, yeah, there are prizes and all available as well. So yes, go along, crossbagpipes.com and give the guys at Cooper Angus a bit of support and enter their online competition. There's a plethora, over 50 events for you to enter and take part in. So what's not to love, you know, fantastic stuff. Okay, so, yeah, I wanted to give you a bit of a heads up what's happening on Saturday the 6th. Yes, if you guys are fans of Scaryvore, then you'll want to be tuned into their live event on Facebook. On Saturday, the guys at Scaryvore are, yeah, they're throwing a huge, big 15 years celebration online. Now, of course, I think the guys at Scaryvore actually had a gig planned for their 15-year celebration of course, now because of COVID-19 and the lockdown, gigs aren't happening. So the guys at Scaryvore have put together this online celebration. For more information, of course, for fans of Scaryvore, go and check them out on social media. They have all of their itinerary and everything, and what will be happening at what time, all of that. So, yeah, if you are following Scaryvore, and if you're looking some decent tunes on Saturday then why not settle down for about four o'clock, I think, UK time here and just tune into their Facebook page and catch their live event. It'll be some blistering piping. So I, I can't wait for that. So shout out to Scaryvore. Really excited for that. And uh, yeah, 15 years in the business and still thumping out the tunes. Congratulations to Scaryvore. And I'm really excited for this live event, guys. It should be a lot of fun. Yes. Now, speaking of gigs and stuff being cancelled, yes, our piping season is still suffering in the wake of COVID-19 and the lockdown and all of that social distancing scariness. Yes, recent announcement there on May the 27th came out that uh, the Stone Mountain Highland Games in Atlanta have been cancelled. Yes, now it seemed to be for the longest time a lot of people were clinging on to Stone Mountain in the hope that, yes, it will happen. And for the longest time, actually, Stone Mountain Highland Games' social media account were saying, yes, we're still going, we're still making arrangements, things are happening, our committees are meeting, plans are in motion. Yes. And for a long time, a lot of us were actually thinking, dang, we're going to get back to Stone Mountain, man. And maybe next time we'll not have to bring a snorkel with us. Last year was deadly. I was going to get a set of flippers and all out and start swimming about the place. Um, if anything, I'm just looking at the Stone Mountain Highland Games trophy. It's hanging on my wall right now. I'm looking at it now. Ah, uh, memories. Yeah, but so, yeah, Stone Mountain Highland Games, it's cancelled. Yeah, they put out a, a big letter, a big press release to everyone, letting them all know that basically they've had to pull the plug for this year. Now... Yeah, it's looking like we're looking for next season, 2021, until we're back in Stone Mountain again. So, yeah, to everyone who was going to be heading to Stone Mountain as being one of the big highlights of their season, possibly because everything else was cancelled, yeah, unfortunately the plug has now been pulled from Stone Mountain. So, mm, 
I don't know, the lockdown and the social distancing and all of that marches on and continues to decimate our piping season. But, hey, it is what it is. They called it for all the right reasons. Uh, public safety and all of that kind of stuff. You know, there's so many different factors went into making that decision. So I'm sure it wasn't ticking likely. So, hey, we can build for next year, can't we? 2021, baby! Now, speaking of events being cancelled... Another one hit the chopping block here in Northern Ireland. One event that I absolutely love every year, and you guys know, it's the Belfast International Tattoo. Now, this year, in 2020, was shaping up to be quite a huge year for the Belfast International Tattoo. So, it's quite reluctantly that today, actually, whenever I'm recording this, they put an announcement out saying... Yeah, they've had to pull the plug as well. Now, the Belfast International Tattoo, of course, pulls in a huge audience from all around the UK and even further afield, especially here in Northern Ireland. It's a huge deal. And the event itself is always packed. It's always packed to the brim. And so, obviously, they can't guarantee social distancing in a packed arena. So, yeah... With the Belfast International Tattoo scheduled to be taking part within the first two weeks of September, that doesn't allow enough time at the moment for the UK in general to kind of ease its way out of the lockdown. I think that's where we are at the moment. We're trying to ease things and gradually reopen shops again, perhaps be allowed to play sports and again indoors and stuff. It's all very complicated. There's a lot of political stuff behind it and all the rest. I'm I'm not going to get into that. The whole easing of lockdown, that's a completely different topic. We'll possibly get into topic of the week. But yeah, Belfast International Tattoo had to make a call. And they've told everyone who's bought a ticket for this year's Belfast Tattoo will be honoured for next year. So that's a plus. But, however, if you do want to get a refund, you can. And all you have to do is go to the SSE Arena box office or visit ticketmaster.ie and apply for a full refund. And you'll be given one. There you are. But if you are intending to go, they are telling you to hang on. And because next year, 2021, of course, will be the centenary from the formation of Northern Ireland. And they have quite a spectacular show planned as a result. And let's face it, like everything else, they now have over 12 months to plan for the next show. So I can almost guarantee that next year's Belfast International Tattoo will just blow the door off the hinges i cannot wait for it so yeah it's sad news that we're not going to get a tattoo in belfast this year yeah for those of you who've went to the belfast tattoo you know what i'm talking about it's an incredible event um but hey yeah we're just going to have to wait for next year and that's just it Okay, I wanted to mention the RSPBA themselves, our good old Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association. Their headquarters put it out on social media over the course of the weekend, asking all RSPBA registered UK band secretaries to check their email. (laughs) They put a message out saying, "Um, can everyone please check their inbox? Uh, We've sent you all an email. Now... They didn't tell us what was in this email other than the email was sent as a test to see if bands actually received it and actually opened the email. Because whenever they opened the email, it sent a read receipt to headquarters to let them know that you've actually got it. Now, some people were quite angry about this, saying, is this not a breach of GDPR and you're invading my privacy uh, by, you know, having read receipts and I don't want you to know if I got an email from you or not. Um... 
But I don't understand that argument, to be honest. But, um, yeah, RSPBA had to go to social media to ask bands, Hey! Hey! Check your dang email, would you? Which is really quite funny. I thought it was funny anyway. Uh, so, yes, they're asking all UK-registered uh, band secretaries, please check your email. There should be an email in there from RSPBA headquarters and just to let them know if you got it or not. If you didn't get it, then they're asking you to contact them to update your contact details. There you are. It's as simple as that. No other great scandal other than, did you get our email, guys? That's it. Now, I can testify to this. Ourselves in the Rab Show, we have been furiously emailing bands and such over this last few weeks. And so many bands out there are atrocious at their admin. Can I just say that? I'll put it on record. They're absolutely atrocious at admin. Atrocious. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to out any bands at all by you know, mentioning them by name on the podcast, but so many bands out there should have emails sitting in their inbox right now and all of them left unread or not even looked at. Uh, Instead, we end up lifting the phone and having to ring people that we know might know that guy who plays in that band, that kind of thing, you know? So, yeah, work up on your admin, guys. (laughs) Even the RSPBA headquarters is chasing you. (laughs) All right, let's get into some actual other piping news away from the RSPBA. Uh, I wanted to give a shout to Turf and District Pipe Band. Turf and District, you! They've actually released a, a little book of tunes that they're actually selling as a, a fundraiser for the band. So if you are interested in some new music, uh, I think it's available on pre-order at the moment. So Turf and District actually releasing a new book of tunes all to raise funds for the band. So yeah, for you guys who love new music, especially in manuscript form, go and check out Turf and District Pipe Band where yeah, they have an online shop where you can go and purchase a copy of it. They have certain members of the band playing tunes from the book. They've also uploaded the foreword that was provided for them as well which is a real good read so yeah go and check it out Turf and District just by way of a shameless plug go and check out their new book yes now the wanted to mention this week about the Young Scots Young Tr- Scots Traditional Musician of the Year Award 2021 which is not easy to say in a podcast <laughs> yeah they are now asking for entries for next year's competition. Now, the deadline for entries is coming up very soon. So this is for people aged 16 to 27. Are you a traditional musician? And now this is just for, it's not just for pipers. It's for pipers, whistle players, fiddles, harpists, singers. You guys know the crack. You've probably seen this competition before. Now, deadline for all entries to the competition are the 25th of June. Now, if you are aged between 16 and 27 and you think you could have a crack at this, then go to bbc.co.uk forward slash young trad. Now, I I've been following this competition now for a number of years. You guys know, I talk about it on the podcast whenever it actually happens. And every year, on the 31st of January 2021, at the huge Celtic Connections Festival, is the final. And the winner gets announced. Now, last year, we had an actual bagpiper who actually won it. Yes, Ali Levesque, of course, from Project Smoke. So, yeah, this event, I am sure, in fact, I nearly put money on it. A bagpiper could win this competition again. Now, looking at the wealth of talent that we have in the age bracket from 16 to 27, 
the piping world should be better represented in this event. We are represented by some blistering pipers in there already. I think Dougie McKinsey was one of them before he was in there. And we had Ali Levesque who actually won it last year. So we had some incredible pipers in this competition. And I dare say we're going to see more. And this is what I would like to encourage. Any piper within that age bracket from 16 to 27, go to the BBC site, go and have a look at the Young Trad Awards and put your name down. I ha- I know for a fact we have so many talented pipers out there who would look at this competition and say, ah, that's all fiddle players and whistle players, that's not for me. But hey, give it a go, represent your piping f- friends and we'll all be behind you cheering you on. So yeah, you know, pipers obviously have a fair shake at this as well because obviously bagpipes are a traditional, mu- are traditional musical instrument. So yeah, Ali Levesque won it last year, but yes, he was a multi-instrumentalist. He can play some blistering tunes on pipes, but he's also an incredible whistle player. So, yeah, if you are a multi-instrumentalist like Ali, then that you kind of double your chances. But, hey, for, take it from me, I am now giving you the boot up the backside. You have until the 25th of June to make up your mind, but go now, bbc.co.uk forward slash young trad. And, um, yeah, who knows? This time next year, you could be the winner. Yeah. Now, this is quite prestigious, you know. I honestly have to say it's quite a big title uh, because it really does set you up in your musical career. So it could possibly, yeah, give someone a real welcome boost in the music world. So there you are. I'm not going to plug it any further just to plant that little seed. I know a lot of very young, talented players actually listen to this podcast and who could possibly win this thing. So go now, guys. If you're listening to the podcast, you're in that age bracket. You're bored in the house. Go out now. Apply now for the Young Trad Awards and you'll thank me later. <laughs> okay, moving on. Now, that was a couple of big news stories actually in the piping world that I haven't mentioned yet. And yeah, the big one, of course, was Glasgow Sky. Glasgow Sky pipe band dropped a bit of a bombshell when they announced that both their pipe major and their lead tipper have made the decision to step down. And the world just breathes in a little and goes, ooh. Yeah. Their pipe major, Ewan Henderson, and lead tipper, Arthur Cook, have both decided to step away from the band. Now, the guys at Glasgow Sky obviously have been very successful over this last number of years under the current leadership of those two. And I have to say, it's absolutely gotten to see both of them step down, especially for me being a drummer. I was a massive fan of Arthur's drum chords. I thought he'd done an incredible job in the back line. So, and he's a huge figure in the piping world. So it's a very sad farewell to Arthur Cook. Uh, but also to Ewan Henderson as well, who put together an incredible band. And yeah, both of them now stepping away from Glasgow Sky. That now leaves a massive, massive role to fill for the guys at Glasgow Sky. They now need a new pipe major and a lead tipper at the same time. Now that's not to be sneezed at. Normally when you lose someone in a leadership role, you maybe lose one. You don't lose both at the same time. So this is horrible news for the guys at Glasgow Sky. And yeah, it's a real bad situation to be in. So, But yes, they have now an open recruitment situation where if anyone is interested in taking up the leadership role at either the piping end or the drumming end, then they want you to get in contact with them. Glasgow Sky Association Pipe Band have this all posted on their social media, of course. So for full details, of course, how to get a hold of them, how to put your name down and the whole audition process, all of that. It's all up there now on their social media. 
Uh, but suffice to say, ourselves in the Big Rab Show wanted to say a fond all the very best to Ewan Henderson. <laughs> and a fond farewell to Arthur Cook. Um, yeah, thank you guys for the incredible music over this last few years. That's It's just been brilliant listening to Glasgow Sky. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you on the grass again at some point. Yes, we know you're both retired, but we hope to see you out there anyway for a bit of a chat. And uh, yeah, you know, we didn't get to see Glasgow Sky this season. It's a bit... Uh, yeah, it's not it's not nice, you know? These guys would have spent all winter putting stuff together and now they're not going to get the chance to play it and have their final farewell kind of thing. So, yeah, that's a bit of a downer. But, hey, yes, wish you as well both in your retirement, lads. And, uh, yeah, as we hear news about who the new appointments are for the new leadership there, Glasgow Sky will certainly let you know. Okay. Speaking of new leadership... <laughs> See how I dropped that in there? You'd almost think I'm a professional radio guy. Yeah, the mighty Klaus Kelt here from Nornyarn have made a quite surprise announcement, actually, that they've appointed a new lead tipper. Woo! Yeah, Gary Corkin. Yeah, Gary Corkin, of course, previous lead tipper of the mighty Dauko Triumph Street. Yeah, it, we did wonder what would happen with uh, Gary now that he's kind of had to hang up the sticks because obviously you guys know Dauko are no more. And Gary was basically without a band. And now here he is. He's now taking the helm at Klaus Kelt. This is very exciting. Now, obviously, this is not without having to say cheerio to Ali Hopper. Or Alistair Hopper is his proper name. I know him as Ali. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sure he won't mind me calling him Ali. Uh, but yeah, Ali Hopper, of course, has been lead tipper of Klaus Kelt for a good number of years. And brought them through... Grade 2 all the way up to their Grade 1 promotion. So, yeah, I think in the band's statement, it is with a heavy heart to say goodbye to Ali. Um, but obviously the band are excited to have this brand new leadership in the back line and to see what the next season will bring. Now, you guys know, and I know, that Gary Corkin can produce some incredible drum corps. Now, even at Dyko Triumph Street, whenever they were there with Johnny Rowe on bass and some big names in the back line... Wow, that that drum corps he had there, man, was incredible. Now, Gary has obviously done the business. He's been there, done that, won the t-shirt kind of thing. So this is a very exciting development for Klaus Kelt, who are very clearly pushing for that top five spot. Now, yes, 2020 would have been their introduction to grade one. And most times when bands get introduced to grade one, they're just kind of fighting to stay off the bottom shelf. You know what I mean? That they're fighting in grade one to kind of pay their dues for a few years before they even think about threatening for a prize. But this is definitely a very clear move from Klaus Kelt that they want the challenge for the top spot. Appointing a big name such as Gary Corkin into the back line is very exciting for Klaus Kelt. So, hi, I want to wish them all the very best of luck. I am so excited to see what Gary's going to bring to the back line and the music that they're going to produce Oh my word, I can't wait. It's just, Whenever I read this, actually, whenever the news dropped, I was like, oh, and I'm sure everyone else was just the same. Whenever they read the headline, the headline was, Klaus Kelt welcomes new lead drummer. Oh, I clicked on that thing as soon as I see it. <laughs> I was like, wow, who is it? So, yeah, talk about big news. And if anything, yeah, very exciting for Klaus Kelt. So, I can't wait. And for fans of the music too. I can't wait to see some of Gary's cores back out there again, man. It's, oh, brilliant. So, very exciting news. And if anything, it's a positive... 
you know, probably now between now and the start of next season, we may see some more big personnel changes and a lot of bands around the world. Because obviously now we have the time to make these personnel changes and allow them enough time to bed in and actually create some incredible material for next season. So very exciting. I dare say this will not be the first or the last, sorry, Big personnel change and a you know a grade one band. Obviously now we have Glasgow Sky to make appointments. We now have Klaus Kelt making an appointment. Will we see some more? Don't know. Have to wait and see, I guess. But this is why we're fans of this. I love all this. So there you go. Alright guys, that's pretty much it for the piping news this week. So thanks for sticking with it so far. Um, but another little bit of piping news that I, I neglected to say on last week's show is... Has everyone seen... Um, Reed Maxwell's beard. <laughs> I forgot to mention this on last week's podcast. Have you seen Reed Maxwell's beard? Yeah, recently he put a video up there on the Piping Hot Summer Drummer uh, social media account telling everyone to get their registry and to get the registrations in by July 1st. So Reed was there, he was playing on a drum pad and stuff, and then he talks to the camera. Now, Reed obviously is wearing his signature orange cap, uh, but he is sporting quite a handsome face of fuzz. Reed Maxwell's growing a beard, and it's headline piping news, man. Go and check it out. Reed Maxwell actually really suits the beard, man. Ah, do you know, could he be a possible contender of Beard of the Year for the Rab Show Awards? Ah, who knows? Who knows? But go and check it out for yourself. It's a bit of a tourist attraction at the moment. I think a lot of people in the piping world have passed comment on it. Read Maxwell's beard. How awesome is Reed's beard, man? <laughs> so that's what I'm finishing this week's piping news with. Read Maxwell's beard. Yeah, there you go. That's about the the level of things here in the Rab Show, I think. <clears throat> Shout out, Reed. You, you, I don't know, man. That beard is incredible stuff. I don't know if you use beard oil or what, but you look awesome. You really suit the beard. There you go. Okay, move on, Rab. Move on. All right, it's about this time. I think I should possibly settle myself back down again. Go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company. As a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com 
serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. A1 Embroidery and Printing Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game such as Phil Marshall Montgomery, St. Lawrence Atul and ourselves, The Big Rab Show For all of your embroidery and printing needs they have some extremely high quality garments such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft shell jackets you name it, they can print it If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media. A1 Embroidery and Printing. Check them out on Facebook. A1 Embroidery and Printing. If you can think it, they can print it. Hello, this is Scott Wood. And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. It's time for Topic of the Week. And uh, yeah, I just absolutely love that cup of tea today. I don't know what it is. That one went down a treat. Uh, so I don't know if you guys actually lift a cup of tea halfway through the podcast or not, as you do, uh, like I do. Um, but you should do, you know, join me with a cup of tea with Topic of the Week each week. Yeah, you should do. Anyway, flying on. You have clicked on this week's episode because of the title. And um, yeah, well, we are talking about the COVID-19 lockdown and its effect on the piping world. And will it be a good thing or a bad thing? So yeah, we wanted to talk about it. The guys in the Rab Show team have our own thoughts on it, of course. But we did ask you guys to mail us in your opinions. Now... There is a plethora of emails out there. I've been using that word a lot on this week's podcast, but there's loads of emails. And rather than try and read everyone out individually, I just wanted to say a collective thank you to everyone who's emailed us in all of your opinions about lockdown and its effect on the piping world. Now, it's going to be quite involved, so hope you can stick with us. Uh, so we have kind of tried to balance it out as best we can between positive effects and negative effects. Now... Hmm. I think we should start with negative. (laughs) Because we love to have a good moan. Yes, COVID-19, the global pandemic and the lockdown that happened as a result. And all of the social distancing laws, the cancellation of gigs and essentially the cancellation of our piping season. We are now talking about whether this will all have a positive effect on the piping world will it like be a hard reset for everyone or will it have a detrimental effect and have yeah we won't have a season to go back to well let's talk about the negative first of all shall we because we love to have a moan now number one email that seemed to come in from everyone talking about negatives has to be a loss of motivation now everyone at the moment who's on lockdown, who's remaining socially distant, who we're not going to band practice because we're not allowed, and of course we can't go to competitions and stuff. We're now finding ourselves with a load of free time. And I don't know about you guys, I've already talked about this. I've actually been 
getting into astronomy, watching movies, reading comic books, and filling my time with a ton of other stuff that isn't piping related, which was completely out of my character. Normally, I'm 100% piping all the time, and that's all I ever did, and uh, never looked near an Xbox or a PlayStation, whereas now, I would normally sit for about an hour in the evening or something, playing Call of Duty or some other thing. You know what I mean? I found myself... Not wasting time, but filling my time with other stuff. And a loss of motivation, I suppose, has happened as a result. And that's one thing that people are finding now at the moment, is that they're trying to keep their band members motivated. Trying to keep them pepped up and keep them playing. And that is an incredibly difficult thing. And even for yourself as an individual... Would you rather lift the practice chanter and thunder your way through an MSR for a few hours, or will you just sit and eat potato chips and watch Rocky Four? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's very easy to lose that motivation when you don't have a gig to play at, when you don't have a competition to go and win. You know, there's a, so much, so many th- factors that are against actually playing at the moment. And it's, yeah, it will have a negative effect and as a direct result of this the next point and our negative that the covid lockdown could have is that a lot of bands out there could actually collapse as a result of this bands throughout the 2020 season were planning on having tons of fundraising and stuff like that running various gigs having bake sales car washes jumble sales things like that that bands do on the daily to try and raise money and continue money coming into the coffers to keep the thing afloat now as a result of the lockdown and everything being shut and all that and people can't get out um yeah events like that and you know concerts jumble sales all that can't happen so bands can't fundraise specifically you guys there in the united states St. Patrick's Day was pretty much all but cancelled for you guys. So a lot of the St. Patrick's Day parades and things like that, especially, you know, a lot of bands around the world would be involved in various parades and gigs and pub gigs and stuff. And that would have pretty much paid for your season. Well, that didn't happen for a lot of bands. And now a lot of bands are in financial crisis. Now, I'm not just talking about the finances here as well, but also that ties in with the loss of motivation. Players will just become disjointed and that's nah, that old piping thing i used to do i'm not gonna do it anymore you know i've got my weekends free again i've got you know my monday nights and thursday nights are free again i'm not having to run to practice two nights a week um you know yeah i'm just not gonna bother and as a result bands will actually lose their membership and fold yeah so financially they could be hurting because of lack of fundraising but also they could see a dip in membership as a result as well So that could be a detrimental thing as well as a result of this lockdown. Now, speaking of finances and money, we can't look away from it. Because obviously this recession will happen as a a result of all of this lockdown. uh, As people can't get out of their doors, they can't spend money, they can't keep the economy moving. So obviously recession happens and people start, you know, tightening their purse strings as a result. And... Hmm, yeah, some people actually raised it as, will we have a competition season next year when lots of district councils may not be able to afford to run these events in the first place? (laughs) Yeah, now I'm laughing, but it's quite possible. A lot of these district councils, especially specifically here in Northern Ireland, 
were already strapped for cash. And now as a result of lockdown, I'm sure that district councils, whenever they're trying to work out their annual budgets, whenever it comes to 2021, and uh, someone comes knocking the door and says, hey, hey, can we run a competition that's going to cost you like 60 grand? Um, Do you think a council's going to say, yep, yep, here, take our money, please? It could be a completely different story. Next season could be incredibly interesting as far as competitions go. Now, we do know that our major championships have been secured. They are sponsored and, yeah, our major championships are set in stone. So we will get a World Championships next year. All being well, we'll get a Euros, Scottish, British Euros. All that, you know, we'll get all of... You guys, I forgot about them as well. We'll get all of our majors, basically. But our minor competition uh, schedule could be decimated as a result, uh, basically because of financial constraints by district councils who just can't foot the bill to run a competition in their area. Competitions are an expensive business, and, yeah, it does tick council investment. So this could have a real detrimental effect with the ongoing recession as a result of lockdown. Hmm, not an easy position. Yeah, but also talking about finances, we have to talk about international travel as well. Yes, international travel costs a silly amount of money and bands obviously can't fundraise at the moment. So will they be able to afford to travel to competitions? Now, our world championship is just that. It attracts bands from around the world. And will we see international bands actually being able to travel to the UK to compete in the worlds? Now, it's been suggested that, you know, bands might need to fly in two weeks ahead of the worlds, you know, do their 14-day quarantine thing, then compete at the worlds, and then fly home and do another 14-day quarantine when they return home. Absolutely crazy. You're talking... What, about a month and a half worth of an investment in time just to play at the Worlds? Hmm, I don't know if that will be plausible. Plus the sheer expense of it as well. We don't know what the price of airfare will be after lockdown ends and international travel resumes. We have no clue. Obviously, the airline industries and that have been absolutely decimated at the moment with all of their fleet mostly grounded in a lot of places very very worrying times so especially for bands flying from you know australia new zealand and canada and the united states and all around the world and flat all flying into the uk this could be really worrying times you know both financially but also because of all these quarantine measures and different things like that like social distancing and all of that it could make international travel incredibly difficult for bands Will we have an international world championship next year? That remains to be seen. I guess as we ease our way out of lockdown, I'll guess the proof will be in the pudding, as they say. But this is also a huge negative as a result of this lockdown. This could have a detrimental effect on our international pipe and world championship. So I guess we'll have to wait and see on that front. Now, the last big, big negative that a lot of you guys had emailed us about, and this, in fact, possibly all of you were emailing about this fact, is that talking about finances and international travel, all that stuff, we have to talk about our RSPBA and their current financial situation. Yes, I know, I know, I'm kicking that old dead horse again. The RSPBA headquarters. 
and the huge investment of money that they spent in their new building there on Washington Street and all of the loans that they took to furnish the place and were now essentially nearly running in the red. Well, they did say at a previous annual general meeting at the Northern Ireland branch that they did bank on having the major championships in 2020 to pull them back into the black. And that, yes, lads, yes, we've took out all this money. Yes, we have all these loans in place. But as our season unfolds and we open the gates on our majors, that'll bump our coffers back up again and it'll all be fine. <clears throat> Uh-oh. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm laughing because it's almost... I don't Have anybody ever seen that Kirby Enthusiasm, that show? And you get the music... At the very end of it, well, yeah, that, I can hear that music thunderingly loud right now. Dum dum dum. That one there. So yeah, RSPBA had banked all of their financial hopes on the 2020 season, actually opening the gates and happening and bringing them money into their coffers to actually help foot the bill for the big loans and everything that they've taken to furnish their new headquarters and to actually refurb the place, blah, blah, blah. We've spoken loads about that and the controversy about it. Um, Well, now we don't have a season. Just how are RSPBA going to keep going? Never mind footing the bill. How are they going to maintain? How are they going to operate? They have staff to pay who actually work in this building. They have admin staff. You just heard me talking about them in the piping news there, about emailing band secretaries. Well, now that we don't have any money coming in as a result of the season being cancelled, just what what way are our RSPBA going to keep going? Will we have enough in the bank account to keep them afloat until next season? And then they can finally open the gates at the first major and actually start making some money back again and hopefully claw themselves out of this terrible situation. Now, it's an incredibly interesting question, but it's one of many. There are so many questions being asked about RSPBA finances, especially after the investigation of the charity regulator and the little rap on the knuckles that they got. We were expecting to have something at the annual general meeting to talk all about this, to talk all about the questions we asked about the redevelopment of headquarters, the finances, how decisions were made. Uh, I've talked all about this till I'm blue in the face. All of that was to be addressed at the AGM, which happened to be cancelled as a result of the COVID-19 lockdown. So they haven't actually had an AGM yet. So we don't know the answer to all these questions. And when you consider this is the month of June... And membership still haven't been told where we are financially, how these decisions were reached, and it's very, very murky waters. Let's just say that. Uh, I have obviously been continuing to reach out to RSPBA to kind of give us a little bit of a glimmer of hope to let us know that things will still keep moving, but... I don't know at this point. Everyone who's emailed in on this week's topic of the week asked me the question, where will RSPBA be this time next year? And my honest answer is I honestly don't know if we will have an RSPBA. Now, I don't say that likely because I know the worrying state that their finances were left in 
following the redevelopment of HQ. They spoke about it. It was published in many articles. And we all know that money was tight. And that, oh, hey, don't worry about it, lads. Whenever 2020 starts and we open the first gate to the season, then, you know, entry fees, program sales, t-shirt sales, and we teddy bears, all that stuff will help, you know, recoup all of our losses kind of thing, you know, and then we'll be grand. You know, we'll be grand, guys. Well, very clearly, they're not grand at the moment. And if anything, things have been incredibly quiet from RSPBA. They have been, you can hear a pin drop. It's so quiet. Now, normally, you would see, well, in fact, you have seen, around the world, organizations like WUSPBA and USPBA and even Pipe Band Australia and different things are running all sorts of competitions to try and keep their membership engaged and doing something. I just talked about RSPBA Northern Ireland branch are actually doing something quite exciting about their online competition. And other little branches of RSPBA seem to be following suit. They are running little online competitions themselves to try and keep membership engaged and keep them active to actually continue to want to do piping and to continue to want to be a piper or drummer but we've yet to see anything from rspba headquarters which is really concerning now the covid19 lockdown and pandemic is happening for a reason public safety is a real thing and all of that So this pandemic is serious and obviously public health has to come first and our piping world obviously comes second as a result. Um, But it has us in a very worrying situation. Looking forward to 2021, will we have a season? Will we have an association? These questions and a load more have yet to be answered because we've yet to have an AGM. Now, whether that will actually still happen or not, don't know whether they'll have a huge zoom meeting or something online i have no idea but um yeah there's been absolutely zero talk about an agm or anything that fell out from any possible meetings or anything Uh, no idea i guess the proofs in the pudding we're just gonna have to bite our tongue and hope for the best and just hope that 2021 actually happens and uh, we have a piping season. So, guys, that's all the negative, okay? We've had a good moan, a good complain, uh, but let's talk about the positives, shall we? Now, Aaron McLean, lead tipper of St. Joseph's, that interview on the podcast a couple of weeks ago now on the podcast actually sparked a lot of people thinking that, yeah, Aaron McLean could actually be right here. This could have a positive effect on our piping world. Now, hear me out. Now, as us as piping fans, this time right now that we're in can be invaluable to a lot of us. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because, yes, our 2020 season is all but cancelled. But as a result, yes, we are seeing a lot of organizations out there actually spending this time planning for better and bigger events next year. 2021 competition season, when it does open its doors, hopefully, uh, with our major championships, once they open their doors, I dare say these events are going to be nothing short of incredible. Because they now have even more time to plan and get these things organized. Normally, they are kind of done within the last few months. Uh, last minute organizations does happen. I've known on occasions that phone calls are made the night before trying to sort out port <laughs> I'm not pointing any fingers to any particular event, by the way. 
Uh, you guys were expecting me to name a name there, weren't you? I'm not going to. Um, but yes, this now gives organizers of competitions more than enough time to organize a huge event for the following year. So that time will be invested in. And a lot of people will be planning now already for next season. Like I said, events like the Belfast Tattoo have already started planning for next year. Uh, the guys at Stone Mountain are already starting the ball rolling for 2021. And also, I know some of our major championships, thinking Paisley, thinking one in Inverness as well, are already planning ahead for next season. I think the UK's as well and Lurgan, <clears throat> they're also planning for a huge event as well. So all of this extra time will hopefully result in bigger events. That plus, like Aaron had said on the podcast, people will be itching to get out the door and go to these things. We have noticed over the last number of years that spectator numbers and even band numbers as a result have all kind of took a bit of a nosedive. Now, we do hope that with lockdown and everything and people being cooped up indoors and then suddenly being told, hey, you want to do something? There's a pipe band competition on this weekend. Do you want to go? Well, then, of course, you're going to go, yes, let me out the door. Let me out of here. So, yeah, this is what we're hoping, is that we will now see a rise in spectators at these events because people have been cooped up and they can't get to these events. And you now suddenly realize that perhaps watching it on a Facebook live stream isn't all it's cracked up to be. And uh, if you can be at the event, maybe you would like to go. So, yes, we do hope to see a rise in attendance at these events as a result of this. Now, also, this is a big one. A lot of bands out there are keeping their players motivated by giving them new material. I know for a fact, I've been talking to a lot of the big run, big grade one, big guns. A lot of them are now saying that next year, 2021, when the season reopens its doors again, they will have all new material. Now, I'm not saying, uh, you know, maybe we've dropped last year's number two set and we've replaced it. And, you know, it's now, you know, this year's number one. And then, you know, normally bands do that. They kind of drop one set and learn a new one. Next year, we will see... A complete new medley selections for both number one and number two set for grade one bands. And there were number one and number two MSR set as well. So we're going to have four brand new sets from every grade one band. (laughs) I'm saying that and I'm not lying. Every grade one band in there is putting together new music for all four sets. So I'm so excited for this. This doesn't normally happen. This doesn't always happen because if anything... Grade 1 bands have never had this opportunity to prepare for this amount of time. To hit the circle with all new music. And if anything, it's not just Grade 1. I do know a lot of Grade 2 bands and 3A and 3B. A lot of those bands as well are scrapping their entire set that they have you know, spent all winter working on. The whole thing's in the trash. And they're now starting complete new slate. And working on a totally brand new competitive set because now they have the time to perfect it. Now is the time to scrap all the music that you were just thinking, we'll play it. We've played it a hundred times before, but we'll play it anyway because it's safe. No, a lot of bands out there are now thinking, well, we have the time to work on this. We have time to craft it and make it into something we're proud of. Heck, we've got nearly 12 months to put this together. So after 12 months of hard work, you can just imagine the music that we're going to hear next year. I can't wait for this. 
Now, each and every year, we do normally look forward to the big pre-Worlds concert. And we do know that this year, 2020, was to be the year of Inverary at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. We were talking to them, of course, in the Rab Show podcast. And, yeah, for those of you on Patreon, you also have that exclusive interview from Stuart Little and Rory Grossart, where they talk about the preparation of the concert. Go and check out Patreon if we want to listen to that interview. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) That's a shameless plug for Patreon. Uh, But yeah, these guys were talking about saying the whole concert material was there and they had it all already prepared. But now I've been hearing from the Inverary camp saying, well, now they have all the material. It's not just a matter of learning it. They now have over 12 months to perfect it and they can't wait to hit the stage with it and just to present the best possible show. And I'm so excited for to see Inverary on stage, man. It's just going to be epic. Uh, So that, plus I know a load of other bands are working furiously hard behind the scenes, trying to keep their membership included, motivated, and playing. And, man, I am so excited as a spectator to hear all this new music. With all of the practice that everyone is doing behind the scenes, I'm not saying should, but they are. I know a lot of you guys are working hard out there, I can't wait for next season. It's going to be so exciting. Now, with looking towards next season, we have a very interesting dynamic that a lot of people haven't actually spoke about yet. But I'm going to mention it here in the show. We're not going to have any defending champions. Mm, Think about that one. Because, let's face it, 2020 was the year for all these bands to defend their world champions. Championships or whatever, you know, so Inverary this year in 2020 would have been defending their world title. Uh, well, in 2020, we're not going to be able to crown a world champion. So in 2021, we don't have a defending champion. That's going to be interesting, isn't it? Now, this is not just grade one, it's in all the grades. Now, whenever you look at it, we will not have defending champions for any of the majors. It's an absolute, complete reset. Everyone's just hit the reset button on the PlayStation and the whole thing's just switched off and back on again. So, yeah, I'm so excited for this. Everyone is now going to be playing from a complete clean slate and everyone starts at the same position. No one's going to come in there saying, hey, we won it last year, guys, and we're going to win it again. No, no one won it last year. So we're going to start from scratch. And that's where every band is right now. And it's a very interesting dynamic. You know, so as a spectator, you could be standing there watching the competition and say, oh, these guys won it last year. Let's have a real proper listen to them because they might win it again this year. No, you'll be properly listening to every band in that circle because every band has that chance to win. You know, they've all had that 12 months to prepare and work. It's going to be very exciting. I'm so excited for 21. And I, I know people are going to be sick of me talking about it, but next season... Honestly, after 12 months of preparation and just anxiety and just wanting to get back on that grass again, I'm so excited to get back out and just to hear the music that's going to be produced. Man, I'm so excited. You know, when you put a bunch of dedicated pipers and drummers to the task of preparing for a season and giving them 12 months to do it, 12 months, when normally you would have, what, five, maybe four months to prepare for the first competition in the season. Well, now you've got 12. That's insane. I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> it's just going to be incredible. So, guys, that's it for Topic of the Week. Yes, there was a lot of negative in there. Yes, there's also some positive to take away from this. Honestly, 
Um, so, guys, if you would like to have any commentary, of course, if you disagree with anything I've said on this week's podcast, you can email me in and tell me about stuff that Rab got wrong. Of course, email me, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yes, because this lockdown and the easing of lockdown and how it all kind of... We will get back to what we're now calling the new normal and all of that. Can you actually play a set of pipes with a face mask on? Don't know. Uh, But this new normal that we're all kind of edging our way towards eventually is going to be pretty much the main topic that everyone's going to be talking about is when can we hit the grass again and start playing some blistering tunes, you know? So, yeah, it's been a very interesting topic of the week and it's been great to know your guys' opinion. Again, thank you to everyone who emailed in. Apologies for not naming you all. Uh, but I'll be reading a hashtag list again. <laughs> hashtag lists. Uh, so, yeah, thank you everyone for emailing in. It's been a very interesting topic of the week. It's great to know your opinions. If you guys have any other remaining opinions on whether you think what you think about the lockdown and its effect on the piping world, then certainly get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, I didn't talk about the effect that it's having on the Celtic and folk music scene at the moment, which is obviously. Sorry to say, but it's all negative. There's nothing that can be said for the lockdown and all of that that is a positive for the Celtic scene or the folk music scene for that matter. Because, well, frankly, every gig has been cancelled. All pubs, clubs and live music venues have been shut. And a lot of our traditional musicians out there are incredibly struggling at the moment to try and even put bread on the table, never mind continue playing uh so yeah spare a thought for some of our amazing musicians out there uh yeah who've entertained us no end throughout the years if you if you can definitely go and drop them a few quid buy a track or two you know buy a t-shirt buy an album just anything you know go and help support your fellow musicians uh these guys who pump out some incredible tunes to entertain us all uh, yeah, and unfortunately, to end on a bit of a downer, the COVID-19 lockdown has had a detrimental effect on our folk music and trad scene. It's just awful. There's there's no positive there. Um, I did try to balance this show by talking about our competitive world, but I can't neglect our, you know, our trad scene and folk scene. That's just decimated at the moment. It's a horrible situation for our trad musicians. Uh, there is no positive. Hopefully when we start getting back to normality and live music venues are able to open their doors again and we're able to see more gigs happening, then hopefully there will be a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of our musicians out there. But that's the message I want to put on this week's podcast. If you can, you don't have to, but if you can, go and help support our fellow musicians out there who are really struggling at the moment. Yeah, If they've entertained you at least for five minutes in the week and you've enjoyed a tune or two that they've played throughout their career, then certainly consider you know dropping them a few quid to say it as a thanks. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, guys, if you would like to help support your fellow podcaster... You know, your favourite wee podcaster that churns out the piping news every week, then certainly consider supporting us there on Patreon. Every click over there really does mean the world, and you get your hands on tons of exclusive Patreon stuff. Like I just mentioned there during that, yeah, that wee cheeky interview we had Stuart Little and that, that's on our Patreon page, plus tons of other exclusive interviews and backstagey stuff. Loads of it, all up there on our Patreon page. So become part of the Patreon faithful! And help support the Big Rab Show through what is quite a difficult time. Yeah. 
Well, guys, that's it for another Rap Show podcast. Thank you, everyone, for downloading this week. Really does mean the world. And, uh, yeah, don't forget, go and check out our mates there at Chanter Rant. Listener discretion is advised. The Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast. And, yeah, if you're curious, you can go and check out the Lady Pipers as well. They're quite an interesting show, too. Until next week, guys, don't forget, you can check us out on social media through the week and uh, all of that good stuff, (laughs) our Twitter, YouTube, all the usual points of contact. And until next week, guys, we will see you here on the Rab Show podcast for another week, yeah, of piping madness. (laughs) See you next week, guys. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.